0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: this stuff, and I love it, you know, and, you know, this is the kind of the day that I hope you're not just hanging around, I hope you got plans, you know, like go fly a kite, go to the beach, have a picnic, get together with your family and friends and in cousins and, you know, sisters and brothers and, and you know, neighbors, It's it, you know, the whole deal, anyway, this is, uh, why don't we get it started off, because it's always so much fun to just kind of get on the bandwagon, you know?
2: One, two, one, two, three. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, get up, get on
3: the bandwagon, get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. I brought my voice today.
2: Get up, get up on it. I'm gonna make some noise today. Get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bear wagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bear wagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bear wagon, get
4: up, get on the bear wagon, get up, get on the bear just get up, get up on it. I brought my banjo today. Get up, get up on it I can begin strumming all day Just to get up, get up on it around him and hear me play just get up get up, get up on, on it. it here i go here i go
2: Get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, get up, get on the bandwagon, get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it. Get up, get on the bandwagon, just get up, get up on it.
1: On the bandwagon, just get up, get up, on Woohoo! It. Woohoo! It's right, boy. That's Joni Leeds. I love Joni. She's got so much energy, she knows how to write and blast out a song. Yeah, check out Joni Leeds, L-E-E-D-S, Joni Leeds. Check her out, check her out, check her out. Boy, we've got a lot of stuff happening here today. How about, well, you know, we always got to pay the bills, so we got to play a little commercial now and then.
5: Public Bean Broadcasting Service is proud to announce Season 4 of Beanton Abbey. Join us as we continue the saga of the Crowley family, starring Beantown's favorite duo, Bucky and Betty, as Lord and Lady Crowley. As we last left off, Cora, who's played by Betty, was involved in a ghastly spoon accident which left her comatose in the hospital. Cora? Cora? You've been
1: unconscious for months now. Please come back, Cora. Everybody is the Abbey dearly misses you. Lady Mary, Lady Edith, and of course Lady Sybil all send their best wishes. And the staff, Mr. Carson, Mrs. Hughes, and Anna. But Thomas really doesn't give a
5: darn. But we do.
1: Cora, are you coming back? Come back,
5: Cora. Beeton Abbey on Masterpiece Theatre This Sunday, 9pm Eastern Standard Time I'm Nigel Lentil for PBBS See you then Roses Blossom awesome Asian Bistro. Town's premier spot for Eastern-style dining. Are you in a mood for egg roll or spring roll, a mushy, some young guy, shrimp slide lights, tofu romaine? We have all styles. We got a szechuan, we got a mandarin, we got Thai, we got a tempura, we got a sushi, we got any style you like. So, next time your stomach craving Asian style, head down to Uncle Chow Lotus Blossom Asian Bistro for the best pupu prata in Beantown. Beantown's number one place for Asian cuisine. Or just place where you can get umbrella in your drink. And don't forget the pupu prata. Hey, Beantowners, this is Uncle Al up on Uncle Al's Al Bean Store. That's right, the store for everything outdoor. I know you're getting ready to go up to camp. Well, you're not going to get there from here without the right stuff. you got to get yourself some boots, maybe some long johns, some wool socks, good parka, couple of checkered shirts, and a good wool cap. And if them darn insects start bugging you, you got to get some good industrial-type repellent. And if the occasion calls for it, some deer scent. That's right, we got it all here at L.L. Bean. Open 365-24-7. Come on by. Well, I love, you know, I love all of
1: those commercials. You know, I got Beantown Abbey, you know. Betty and I had so much fun playing in that that series. And, And it's coming back. We'll be back this season. And for more exciting episodes, and of course, you know, get down to Uncle Charles, and pfft, what else? You know, this is the time of year to go camping, so go over to Al Al Beans and, and get some good stuff there to get going in the woods and rec- recreate, recreate, recreation in the woods. So, uh, well, boy, oh boy, let's, uh, you know, school's out, but boy, what a problem we had in Beantown this year with the homework and the dogs. It was terrible. Uh, why don't you just sit back and
2: relax and listen to this one?
5: Good evening. This is Chuck Scoop with a special report from WBEAN News. Uh, as Beantowners know, there's been a, quite an unrest in Beantown for the past few weeks dogs have been disappearing at an increasing rate what started as a few separate incidents has now become an epidemic obviously Bean towners are concerned and we're here to address this issue actually we've got a live feed right now that officer lemur is on the scene of a disappearance as we speak uh, officer lemur are you there that's right, Chuck. I'm actually on the scene of, of an incident right now. There's a,
1: another dog disappearance, and I'm down here investigating, and uh, it's actually evolving as we speak. So you're saying this is a recent incident, then? That's exactly right, uh, Chuck. I'm, I'm at the house of Mrs. Kavanaugh, who's the grandmother of a young sprout, Stewart, who she's been providing care for over the past few months and she's been noticing things in the past couple of weeks that uh, i think may lead to a solution to this actual mystery that's right um officer Lima. i've i called you in because i've noticed something strange about my grandson Stuart. that he uh he he's always been you know a good boy but you know not not the most studious of of sprouts but the past few weeks, he's done nothing but wanting to do homework, which is totally out of character. I mean, he was a child that liked to play outside, to do video games, you know, and he did his sports. But now he just tells me that he spends hours in in his room doing homework. And I, 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 I really can't uh, put my finger on it. Well, actually, I don't see any concern for alarm. I mean, what's... What's wrong with the Sprout doing his homework? Well, actually, nothing. I mean, that homework, doing homework is an excellent thing, but not when it's, it's all the time. He's, he's compulsive. He's obsessed with it. And, and, and it's more than that. He, his, his whole mood has changed. He seems nervous all the time. In fact, I would say he's frightened. And he won't come forth and tell me what's wrong.
5: Well, Officer Lehman, do you mind if I step in here for a second? Uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, this is Chuck Scoop at WBEA News. Uh, may I ask a few questions?
1: Oh my goodness, Chuck! Is this actually you? I, I've been waiting all my life to to meet you. It seems like uh, I'm just one of your biggest fans. I have your pictures all over the the the, the, the bean pot here, you know. I, and I've actually written you letters, fan letters
5: in the past. Have
1: you received those?
5: I, I seem to recall those, Mrs. Kavanaugh, but Liz, Mrs. Kavanaugh, right now, the issue at hand is, uh, what do you think this homework issue has to do with missing dogs? Great question, Chuck. Actually, we've found
1: evidence that we think will shed some light on this case. Isn't that right, Mrs. Kavanaugh? That's exactly right, because when Stuart would finish his homework, I've been observing something.
6: It's not the normal type of homework. The, the homework seems to be, I don't know how to say this, but it seems to be alive.
5: Uh, alive. Uh, uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh. this is Chuck again. Are you trying to tell us that you think that the homework is actually alive? You know, to uh, keep uh, truth in reporting, I, I have to, I'm embarrassed to ask this question, but uh, Mrs. Kavanaugh, are you on any type of medication? Well, maybe a few high blood pressure pills, but what are you inferring, Chuck? Uh, Chuck, actually, why don't we
1: let Mrs. Cavanaugh continue? Thank you, Officer Lima. Well, Chuck, here, here it is. Here's the scoop, okay? I woke up this morning, and my pet, my pet dog, was missing, all right? And, and there on the floor was, was Stuart's homework. And around the homework, Chuck, was fur. No
5: Betsy, but fur. Betsy's fur, just his fur. What do you think it means, Chuck? Oh, my goodness, no. Are you saying? That's right. The homework ate the dog. Homework's eating dogs? Oh, my goodness. Officer Lima, what do you think of this accusation?
1: Well, actually, Chuck, this is quite a twist, isn't it? Because for years, Sprouts have been claiming that uh, the dog has been eating the homework. We've got ourselves a right fix, don't we?
5: Yes, we do indeed, to say the least, Officer Lima. Right now, we're going to take a commercial break and be right back. Welcome back, Bean Town. As you can tell, we're in shock here with the accusation that the homework is eating the dogs. To uh, follow up on the story, Lance Legume is right now at Homework Headquarters. Lance, are you there? Yes, I am, Chuck. This is just horrible, the idea that Homework is eating dogs. Um, Yes, um, we're trying to get an interview right now with the head of the Homework Association, Mr. Al Jabra. And uh, as soon as we can get that, we'll be right back to you. Well, in the meantime, in the studio, we have Principal Pinto of Beantown Elementary School. Principal Pinto, the news is out. Homework may be eating dogs.
6: What's your take on this? Well, Chuck, down at the school, we have been noticing that homework has been coming in in proportions we've never seen before. So you think there's actually something to this? Well, Chuck, students always claim that the dogs are eating their homework. That's not happening anymore, so you draw your own conclusions.
5: This is actually too much for me to wrap my head around. The idea that homework is eating dogs, this is nuts. I've just been alerted that Lance Legume is ready for that interview with Al Jabra. Are you there, Lance? Yes, I am, Chuck, and Mr. Jabbar is ready. May I call you Al? Absolutely, but when do you think you will call? Oh, Al, it's just an expression. Of course I knew that. I was just trying to make a joke. Well, these are pretty serious times, Al. As you know, accusations are that homework's been eating dogs. What do you have to say? Well, we're not ready to make an official statement, but if you think about it, it's not unreasonable that this might be happening. It's totally within the realm of possibility. What are you saying, Al? Think about it. For years, dogs have been eating homework. Don't you think that after a while, homework would get a little upset and try to strike back? I mean, you can only take so much. There you are, sitting on the desk. You've just been completed. You're ready to be passed in the next day. And all of a sudden, some big pooch comes along, opens his big mouth, rules all over you, and then just gobbles you up. You think that's nice? So you're saying that you're actually condoning this? Homework eating dogs? Don't you think this is a little drastic? Well, of course, we are not trying to claim that this is across the board okay. There may be a few homeworks that are taking the actions into their own hands, and we can't be responsible for them. But you have to understand, they have reasons to be upset, always being eaten by the dogs. Don't you think they can make some common ground? Of course, we're not ruling out the possibility that there can be a peaceful settlement. But I will say this, if the dogs continue to eat the homework, don't be surprised. If the homework eats the dogs. Well, you heard it here first, Chuck. My goodness, Lance, this is absolutely unbelievable. Do you know what this means? Well, absolutely, Chuck. It's obvious. You could have bean pots where homework and dogs are going at it constantly. Dogs eating homework and homework eating dogs. There'll never be any rest. Well, thanks for that, Lance. This is Chuck Scoop for WBEAN News. Stay tuned for further developments. This is Chuck Scoop with an update on the Homework Dog conflict. Last week, Officer Lima uncovered evidence that seemed to point to the fact that Homework is now eating dogs. Last week, we had interviews with Principal Pinto of the Beantown Elementary School, and also with Algebra of the Homework Association. Today in the studios, we have Chief Sparks, who's representing the dog side, and representing the Homework, Mr. Algebra. Gentlemen, thank you both for appearing today in the studios. Well, thank you, Chuck, but uh, I wish I could say that I was happy to be here, but the past three or four weeks has been very, very stressful for the uh, dog community. We've lost a lot of friends in the past few weeks. Dogs are disappearing at an alarming rate, and it's all the homework's fault. I object to that. How can you claim that it is all the homework's fault? Maybe the dogs are just disappearing by themselves. Or did you ever think that the dogs started this in the first place? Well, it wasn't our fault. We didn't think of the idea. It was the Sprouts who started it in the first place. They started telling everybody that we were eating the homework. And after a while, we felt it was our responsibility to help them out. So we started to eat the homework. We didn't know. There you go, blaming it on the sprouts. You think just because they said it was true that you had to do it? You didn't have to do it. You have to take some responsibility for this. Well, maybe that was true in the past, but now it seems that you guys are overreacting and it's it's tipped the balance in your favor. There are more dogs being eaten by homework than vice versa. But well, of course, what did you expect? We have to try to even to score. This has been going on for years. How many millions of homeworks were eaten by the dogs before we decided to do Wait, something about think it? We're gonna take this line it was down? day after day, year after year, no, so the, not, decade, not gonna decade gonna after decade, century after century, you know. dogs eating the homework and homework doing but, nothing about it. Finally, we gentlemen, got to a Now, this is but, what we down. got. We have to restore some order here. We have to get some kind of solution so that the whole, all of Bean Town doesn't go crazy over this issue. Right now we have a special guest, Mrs. Kavanaugh Stewart. Her grandson, Stewart, is in the studios right now.
6: Stewart, welcome. Well, thank you, chap, but I'm a little nervous to be here, actually. Well, you should
5: be. Look what you started, uh, Stewart, you and your sprouts.
6: Well, I, I realize that, Chief Sparks, and I I apologize. Well, you
5: should apologize. You started all of this years ago when you started telling all the teachers that dogs were eating the homework.
6: Well, I mean, w- what would you do, Chief Sparks? I mean, it, it, it's, it's easy to blame a dog. Well, you know, I mean, who, who else are you gonna blame but your best friend? I mean, that's what Ben's friends are for, to, you know, take the blame when you don't do your homework.
5: Well, that's not what you do to a best friend, is
6: it? I mean, look at, look what's
5: happened now. Dogs have been missing because they've been eaten by some crazy homework. Uh, at this point, we'd like to bring in a surprise guest, uh, Principal Pinto from the Beantown Elementary School. Well, Principal Pinto, you've been listening in the other studio. What do you make of all
6: of this? Well, Chuck, this is very distressing to think that we believed the sprouts, that the dogs had actually eaten their homework. We, we thought it was true. And now to find out that we've been fooled and that, that the sprouts lied about this? This is shocking. Well, Stuart, I think you owe an apology to every bean here for what's occurred in the past few weeks. I'm sorry. I apologize I'm gonna apologize on the behalf of all of the sprouts in Bean Town. We won't we don't want any more homework eaten by the dogs and we certainly don't want any dogs to be eaten by homework. Well that's
5: that's <laughs> that's good enough for me. I mean I'm willing to to lay down and, and, and talk about peace here. Well, well, it was a very moving <laughs> testimonial on a part of Stuart. I, congratulations for having the courage to come forth. And yes, it's been a terrible tragedy. And I agree. I think it's time to make peace. Well, there you have it, folks. Chuck Scoop for WBEA News. Well, I guess that'll put an end to the silliness of dogs eating homework and homework eating dogs. And now maybe we can move forward. Good night, and thank you for tuning in. There, yeah, this is Uncle Al. That's right, Al Albean. i oh, just Watching sitting here on a dock of the bay, looking out at the water. Yeah, looking at all them lobster boats just going back and forth there, picking up all them lobsters for them lobster dinners. Just uh, want to let you know that just in case you wanna try catching yourself a lobster, you're gonna need a lobster trap. So come on by the store. And buy yourself a trap and test your luck speaking of that just the other day I was driving down a country road come across a little sign that said lobster tails 25 cents and I'm saying to myself Al that's a heck of a deal 25 cents for a lobster tail so I pull over sure enough the gentleman behind the counter I said to him hey is that true you got lobster tails for 25 Listen, cents, said, that's right. So I figure I'll splurge. I reach in my pocket, I take out 50 cents, and I said to him, Okay, I'll take a couple. Well, takes my money, so
2: clears his throat, pain,
5: and says the to, the to me... Once upon a time, there was these two lobsters.
2: Well, there you go. That's
5: what happens when you don't know the difference on how to spell tail. Evidently, you can spell it a couple of different ways. Well, that's my fault for not paying attention in school when they gave us all those spelling classes. Well, when something's too good to be true, sometimes it's just that. Well, this is Uncle Al, you know hoping to see you soon. And you. Yeah, and don't be like your Uncle Lou. Remember, use your bean. Don't go buying the wrong lobster tail. Hey,
2: baby, jump over here and do it doo me. I want to
1: Because you know it's just uh, I don't know, it's just a great day for one thing. And uh, you know, um, we had uh, a little situation last year. You know, where uh, we went into the uh, into the woods, um, Buck, you know, Bucky and Betty did. And uh, you know, we had a situation. You know, that was kind of scary. You know, we uh, we were trying to save Socrates, and uh, this is what happened.
5: Well, boys and girls, big goings on in Bean Town tonight. Bucky and Betty are on their way to Socrates Swamp to save Socrates the school bus. Let's listen in and see what happens.
1: Well, oh, Betty, here we are.
7: Yeah. Well,
1: oh, this is gonna. This is. Now, are you up for this? Are we gonna be able yeah. to do this?
7: I'm, real, I'm up for it, but I'm a little nervous, well, but Socrates means a lot to me. Well, yeah, because he's a school bus, and he means
1: a lot to everybody, and, you know, this is very serious because, you know, we were at the garage today, and, you know, boss took the call to go get him, but by the time we got there, you know, Rex always listens on our radio, and, and he he and Vane and Muncher, they put their the, terror the tow truck on him, and they dragged him to his and I'm really nervous because you know what they do, yeah,
7: know. Rex does those calls all the time and he gets he gets there before you get there and and he takes them and to a different. Probably well, he's, theory, here. he's got him over here, and he cuts them up for scrap that's the metal. Problem. That's, that's what, what I'm worried I about. Yeah, and that, that that could be what they're doing to Socrates right now. I know. Well,
1: you know that's why we got to come to his rescue. Oh. Because yes, poor it's,
7: Socrates.
1: I, I think it'll you be think all right. He's okay? I, I think it's okay because now. Be right well, I now. know, but listen, we
7: got to get off. It might be too late.
1: Daddy, calm down. Just calm down. Oh. All right. We gotta. We'll just walk real quiet through the woods here. We
2: should have
1: just we. Uh, you know. We we but
2: yeah. <laughs>
7: we okay. gotta but go in it's
1: there and see these guys, Bucky. Yes, let's go. Let's go. Up. We'll get up. We'll get him. Don't worry. We can get him. I know oh, we can get him out of there. Is,
7: I'm I'm Betty and this is Bucky. What are you doing? What are you doing? He just asked us who we are. Who we were? That, we are. A, Betty. That's an owl. That's not. there's oh. nobody
1: asking you who you are. He's really
7: curious.
1: I know, well, that's what they do. They do who, who, who. That's how they talk. They, you know, they talk. Well, they don't talk. They just make that sound. But he's not asking you who you are. Oh. All right, Betty, can you just calm down? we got to get... Oh.
7: Okay, my feet are getting stuck I, well, in you, the mud. I you, it's kind of cold I, I, and damp. I okay, Betty, just kind of relax. All right, oh, I can, be real oh I, I can hear, I can hear. Oh, dogs the quiet. Oh, yeah. Well, that's,
1: that's the guard dogs, you know? Those are those oh, mean get, dogs. What if
7: they bite us? Well, that, that,
1: that, that's what they're going to try to do, Betty, so that's oh. why we got to be really fast. Once we open that gate we got to be really fast to get Socrates out of here, you know. I, and, uh, you know, I've, I really like... Socrates, what, what are you doing, Betty? Betty, what, what are you doing? What, what Are you eating chips? Betty, why, what's the matter with you? We're on a rescue mission here to, to get, really, to get the school bus out of Rex's wrecks, And you're eating chips? What's the matter with you? Betty, will oh. you just try to come to... Yeah, put the chips away for now, will you please? Okay, I was... Okay, just be
7: quiet. That's I didn't cool. have dinner okay, tonight, well, Okay, here, Betty, we're getting closer, all right?
1: Just like... Uh, now we're almost there.
7: Oh, I feel like... We don't we know. know. I, I, kind of of I, that, well, that's right.
1: That's what... And look, right there, you can see the outline on Socrates. You see him? He, yeah. He even looks good at night, doesn't he? Like a good old oh, school. brush. Oh, my gosh,
7: bus? we're so close,
1: Betty. But... What, oh. what are you doing now, Betty? What,
7: wait, what, can we what just the wait a second? What are you doing? Are you brushing your teeth? Betty, yeah, I had a chip in my tooth. Yeah, but you know, it, it, uh, Betty, it's not the time
1: to brush your teeth. Can you wait till you get home to brush your teeth? Oh. Don't you care? Look, if we get those dogs.
7: Hygiene is important. Yeah, but if we wake those dogs up. And we I've make, never had a cavity before, nah, That's good,
1: Betty. i to t- talk about your teeth. There's dogs, dangerous dogs. There's wrecks. There's vein, there's muncher. If they catch us, we're in big trouble, okay? Yeah,
7: I want to, you know why I want to help, Bucky? Tell me. Because Socrates, he used to do my homework, That's and right. I got an A-plus in math That's because right. Socrates. Because He's really smart, you know.
1: Yeah, well, they have all the kids left in, you know, their backpacks on, on you, know, the, you know, they forgot their backpacks because cause little beans do that. Well, he he would do the he would open and read the books. That's how he got to be so smart. He was able to do all the kids and beans homework, you know, when he when he did that. So okay, look, I think we're getting oh, really close now. Oh,
7: okay. I'm ducking, oh, Bucky, Bucky, I'm oh, ducking, I'm
1: ducking. Oh. Okay, just a minute, I think. I can I can see him, but I don't see the dogs. You don't see the dogs, do you?
7: My feet are really muddy. Okay, I know that it's people. gonna take a long time to I clean know. your, your shoes. And... I was just getting uh, okay. my shoes. What, what is
6: that? What I don't is know, that?
7: know why I brought my what shoes. What is
1: that, Tom? Is that that's not a phone, is it? Don't, don't tell me this. Hi, Kimmy. What are
7: you? Betty. Yeah, Betty. I'm, in a, I'm in a swamp oh, yeah, with Bucky. Yeah, but we're just, out. We're saving dogs. You can't seat. be talking to Kim now, Jim. Wait a minute. Hold on, Kimmy. What, Bucky? Yes,
1: B- Betty, look. Do you want to wake the dogs up? You want to get bitten? You can't get bitten. All right. Hold
7: on. Okay, okay. just. Kimmy, I gotta go. yes, yes. Bucky's, okay, Bucky's no, got to go. Bucky's not himself. All right, bye, Bucky. Bye, Kimmy. I to go here. Let's go. Okay. All right, look. Here's the
1: gate. Here's the lock. Now,
7: oh, that's a big lock. So it's a big lock.
1: All right. Now, you know, do you have the key? No, I don't. Like, how do you think I'm going to get the key? You think Rex just gave me the key? Have you got something? You got that a have, saw? No, I don't have a saw either. I do. You have, and, do you have a bobby pin? Oh,
2: yeah. That's yeah, what. It, it, that would
1: do the trick, Betty. You gave me a bobby pin. All right. Thank you very much. Let me see if I can slide this in here. Wow! Oh, One try,
7: oh, Betty. Looked pretty you, good. Wait, you did really good. But what if? Oh, my gosh, if you open the gate, those dogs... I know, don't look. I see one walking by you. <gasps> okay, wait till they go. Those dogs' eyes <laughs> are glowing. <laughs> I know. They <laughs> see us. Betty, Betty, Betty.
1: Don't let them smell you. Don't like say you nothing. you better
7: lower your voice. Okay, I'm trying He's to get sure he you. they us. going to Watch out.
1: Okay, look, wait till they go around back back. They, they patrol, you know. They just keep walking around the fence. If we wait a little bit, they should be out of sight. Okay, look. Okay, I'm gonna open up the gate. Okay, yeah, I know it's squeaking a little bit, but that's all right. Okay, look, Betty, stop. You you stop going, stop going, stop. You stop running for Socrates. Yeah, and I'm gonna be like. Right. Socrates now. Okay, good. What? Oh, 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 Do you hear them? Here they come. Here <laughs> the come. <button>. Okay, Betty, <laughs> Betty.
7: Betty, throw them the chips. Throw them the chips, throw them the chips, Betty. Throw them the chips. Your chips. Throw them the chips, Betty. Throw them the chips. Them the chips, them
1: the chips. Do you want to get back or do you want them to bite the chips? Throw them the chips, Betty. Okay, look, that's good. Okay, that'll keep them busy. That'll keep them busy. Great. Okay, look. We got, I got the door open, I Betty. Get on, the, oh, get, on Socrates. All my, get yeah. on, Socrates. Get on, Socrates. Forget about the chips. We'll get the chips later. Okay, we're gonna start. Here you go, Socrates, old buddy. I'm gonna start you up. Oh. There we go. Let's get them out of here. I think we're off
5: that now. Well, boys and girls, that was really close, wasn't it? I thought those dogs were gonna get Bucky and Betty. Well, Socrates is on his way back to Bean Town, and tomorrow, all the little beans will be happy when they get on board.
1: Yeah, mean, Everybody was so happy when we came back with that truck. Oh, I mean, bus. But, hey, listen, you know, everybody, let's cheer up. That was kind of scary, but let's cheer up with a little song by Doris Day.
2: Heaven to me, oop-dee-doo, oop-dee-doo. It's got me higher than a car. Hand me down my soup and fish. I am gonna get my wish, oop-dee-doo, and it's tonight. When there's a trombone playing da I get a thrill. I always will. When there's a concertina stretching out of my, I Fiddle in the middle, oh it really is a riddle How he plays the tune so sweet Plays the tune so sweet that I could die Lead me to the floor And hear me yell for more Cause I'm a truth-de-doin' kind of guy that I
1: It is. Sometimes it is, isn't it? Isn't it just fun, you
5: know, to be stuck with somebody that you really love? Yeah. Hey, Bean Towners. Lance Lagoon, WBEN weatherman for Cloud Nine Candies. In the mood for a heavenly experience? Want to feel like the star you are? Go somewhere over the rainbow? Then you're going to love Cloud Nine Candies' newest creation, Uncle Jerry's Gooey gun Drops. They're gorgeous. Uncle Jerry's gooey gumdrops are created right on location on Cloud Nine. One of the finest ingredients, and the slightest touch of sweetness go into every drop. So the next time your sweet tooth is screaming for something special, check out Cloud Nine Candies. Their newest creation is Uncle Jerry's gorgeous gooey gumdrops, also in jumbo size, at your grocer's now. Lance Lagoon for Cloud Nine Candies.
1: love those candies, those Cloud Man candies, you know. And Lance Lacombe and I are good buddies, you know. We're getting the way he does the weather, just fantastic. How about something, you know, let's, let's head uh, Goldilocks,
2: huh?
3: This is Goldilocks of Goldie's Just Right Furniture Store with great news about our three bear chairs line. And this week's special sale on all our lazy bear chairs. That's right, all models are drastically reduced for quick clearance including the pupper bear chair, the mama bear chair, and of course for you sprouts, the baby bear chair. That's a really cute one. Are you tired of sitting in a lazy chair that is just too darn soft, too hard, or not just right? Does your back hurt? Is your butt getting soft and just plain mushy? Are you having trouble removing that fat rump from that other brand? Or is your curry brand just a pain in the butt? because it's too darn hard. Well, you don't need to look any further. You need to come down and test drive one of my designer just right Lazy Bear chairs. And if you come down, make sure you ask for Goldie. That's me, folks. Come down and meet me in person, and we'll sit in one of our chairs together and drink some lemonade. And thanks for listening.
1: This garden, if you you know anything just right, go ahead, and Check it
2: out, because, boy, she's something that Goldilocks. Whenever I feel afraid,
7: I hold my head
2: erect and whistle a happy tune. So
7: no one will respect, I'm afraid. While shivering in my shoes, I strike a careless pole. I whistle a happy tune, and no one ever knows, I'm
2: afraid, the result of this deception is very strange to tell, For when I fool the people I fear, I fool myself as well, I whistle a happy tune.
1: this stuff to be afraid of, but most of the time it's all in your, it's all in your head and you can just kind of let it go. But anyway, listen, I'm out here smelling the flowers. I stepped out onto the patio here at the, at the, at the Beantown Studios and uh, wow, I just love flowers.
8: Some people talk to each other while others talk to their cats. Some people talk to their mothers, while others talk through their hats. I communicate with nature, with a plant, a leaf, a tree. And I'm always nice to a flower, for they're absolutely perfect to me. I always say hello to a flower. Hello, hello, hello. I totally ignore the crashing boar who lives next door for his conversations, silly, yet I never snub a lily. I always say bonjour to a lilac. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. I'm absolutely mute with a bully in a suit, and I never talk to fruit, heaven knows, but I always say hello to a rose. Yes, I always wave at a window box, if the box is filled with hollyhocks, and I speak to the daisies, I think they're swell, tell your secrets to a daisy, she'll never tell, I always say hello to a snowball, hello, hello there, hello! Look sideways at a stranger, and you put your life in danger. But one can kiss a sweet bouquet, a blushing bride has tossed away. Flowers are the sweetest things I know. So when I see a flower, I say, hello. Hiya, synth. I never shrink away from a violet. Oh, no. No, I say hello. I may be off my rocker, but I never pet a cocker. Yet the dogwood in the park will never, ever bark. I'm always glad to see a gladiola. You know something? I'm just mad about a glad. You can stand next to a bush and never feel one push. Flowers are refined and polite. You know, I've never seen a pansy fight Yes, I talk to bees and I talk to birds But they leave me quite at a loss for words And I never touch a cat while it sleeps on a pillow But I positively trust a pussy willow I always say hello to a flower Hello, hello, hello Get friendly with a mouse, and he'll hang around your house. But flowers never overstay. They stay a day, then fade away. Flowers are the sweetest things I know. So when I see a flower, I say, Hello.
1: Just love that song. That's John Lithgow. He's so talented. He was uh, on that. That, that he's on everything. He's you know the the third rock from the sun. You know, and uh, well, he just I just love it. He'd say hello to a flower. Go out and say hello to a bunch of flowers today, and you know look them right in the right in the petals. You know in in, in the bud and say hey bud. <laughs> I just made that up myself. Kinda crazy. Well, this next song comes from a a couple of guys that are really really talented and write songs for Reba McIntyre and they got tons of right, that for Disney. Randy and Dave. And uh you can find this at songwizard.com dot com forward slash Randy and Dave. Songwizard dot com, Randy and Dave. I like this. This is really uh really got a, a great little uh, beat to it, you know. It's it's um uh, you know, I just
2: I, I, what can I say?
4: I get speechless over the last word. I was on a hike, walking all over this land when I ran into a man who didn't have a headband. His hair was in. He was having trouble cutting off his toe nail.
1: got to listen, you know, and, 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 you know, listen to things, listen to people. Hey, you know, thinking of that, I don't know, everybody knows about the movie Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Wizard of Oz and all of that. Well, Judy Garland was the star in that, and this is an interesting clip from a documentary movie kind of thing about how She had to deal with things to get to be a star. And all of you guys got to understand, deep down inside there's a star in there waiting to shine. And all you got to do is follow that dream, you know, use your talent and make people happy with what's down in there. So let's listen and see what happened to her.
9: Take a break, fellas. All right.
0: Thank
9: you. Uh, Can I talk to you a second, honey?
0: Did I do something wrong, Mr. Eden?
9: Well... Uh, what we're rehearsing here is a radio show. Pretty soon, we hope you'll be doing movies. <laughs> so, this is not vaudeville. We do have microphones. A uh, good song sells itself. You don't have to give it any extra help.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, my mother told me I should always sing loud. She used to bill me as Little Miss Leather Lungs.
9: Oh, I see. Well, it's uh, not always how loud you are that matters. It's more about what you're feeling inside, so you just be yourself.
0: But nobody likes who I am, Mr. Reed.
9: You listen to your Uncle Roger, honey. Folks around here are real good at make-believe. I don't imagine anything or anybody on this lot is exactly what he, she, or it appears to be. But in this room, when we work together, we're always going to search for what is true What's genuine?
0: Do you think I'm pretty, Mr.
9: Edens? Pretty doesn't come from the outside, sugar. It comes from right here. And what you got in there is beautiful. And nobody can change that. You're Frances Gum. You understand? I'm not
0: Frances Gum. I'm Judy Garland.
9: Well, when you sing, I want to hear Frances Gum. That's who Judy Garland really is. Francis Gum has one of the best voices I've ever heard.
0: I get so scared sometimes, Mr. Edens. You see, I don't know where that voice comes from. It's a gift. But does that mean it can be taken away?
9: No. Not if we work real, real hard. So what do you say? You want to try that song again? Sure. Good. All right, fellas, come on back in. Let's uh, let's take it from the top, shall we?
2: Thank you, boys. You made me love you. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do. Happen. Let the whole world
1: It's all in there. And when you got those gifts, use them. And especially if you keep working on them. Work, work, work. And it's never work when you're having fun. Remember that. So do all of that. And then you are going to be the star that you already are. All right. I had a blast with you guys today. Have fun. And, hey, stay forever young, Okay. <laughs>